Welcome to My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 31st of May, 2017, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your host for the next 60 minutes. And my co-host is Olivia Lashley, coming to us live from London in the UK. Um, Olivia had informed me right before the show started, actually when we were just sort of touching bases, that she's having some um, difficulty with their internet over there, with the internet, and that um, it's making her intermittent. So if you hear me shouting at her like, Olivia, Olivia, that's the reason why. And, you know, I'm saying this already, and actually her call dropped. Her call's dropped. So it's really squirrely. Actually, it's been a little squirrely here. And as I was trying to say to her, as I was explaining to her, that um, there's a lot of um, uh, size, I say seismic, that's um, earthquake. There's a lot of electrical stuff going on. We've had some storms coming through and actually right across the world, actually, electrical storms, as it were. And I'm of the opinion, I may be wrong, don't quote me, I may be wrong, but I'm of the opinion that um, this actually really can impact the internet especially as we you know sort of like we're using satellite satellites and all of that jazz so it, it impacts so again um she may be a bit squirrely i was just telling telling the listening audience that um you know if i'm shouting olivia olivia <laughs> because of what's going on and actually uh, when i was doing that i realized that your call had dropped so yeah, um yeah. so we'll just we'll just work we'll just work through it we'll work through it. Okay. So yeah, so today's a good day outside of all of that. Well, inside of all of that, today's a good day. How are you, darling? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm not too bad, Liv. Not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Um, you know, all's good in my world. Moving moving right along. Um, you know, as as it were, we're doing truthfully like a mass clear out of the house and um it's one of those things you know you just start you start getting rid of stuff and you start donating stuff and you know just really doing a mass clear out and it's way overdue way overdue Mm -hmm. the last time we actually did this was um when we left lake and heath and that's and that's been a minute that's been 20 something years so when we left lake and heath and I hired a, a skip, or as it's called, a dumpster here. Go figure the name, skip. And I hired a dumpster here. And um, I, uh, we, you know, we, we just, we just got rid of stuff, and we're at that stage again. Actually, when we moved in, we did a lot of that. Mm. But it's like we're just doing this massive purge. I mean, this mm. massive purge. You know, document shredder, the whole nine yards. I mean, mm. just massive. So um, it, it and it actually feels good uh, because you know I would always look around and I'd always, I would always laugh and say I feel sorry for the kids and that sort of like includes Ella and Deshana and that I feel sorry because of all this junk I've got you know all mm. we've got and so now it'll be better <laughs> uh. <laughs> no it'll be better for the next for the next minute and then I don't understand well no I do understand because the law of space literally universal law of space says you know when you move stuff out you make space something else can come in which is why guys it's like you'll be saying I don't understand what happened 
I don't understand. You know, like my junk drawer. You know, it's like I tidy it up and everything lives. And, you know, you go in there and it's like, ah. And then, like, I don't know, maybe about four months later you go in and you're like, what the hell just happened? When did it happen? How did this happen? How? You know, it's that sort of thing. But outside of that, darling, um, no, all, all's good. So have you been busy, babe? Um, not really. I think uh, about to, but um, no, I haven't. Actually, I've been, uh, maybe perhaps it's the calm before the storm, you know, because um, yeah. uh, we've, got, we've got quite a few orders that have come in. So, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm actually gonna be pretty busy. Woohoo! Well, you've had a couple of weeks off, so don't even go there with that. So just just so we're on the on the same page. Don't heading, even say you're well, heading me off I, at the path, aren't told, you? Yes, Olivia. Yes, because I know you sort of say to me, well. I did tell you, don't you remember on the radio show? I did say I was really busy. So just to nip that in the bud, it ain't working. That is so not going to work. That is so not going to work. So anyway, says no, she, says that. she who is partially retired. Because <laughs> I haven't really told me clients yet. <laughs> I haven't really told them, Liz. I haven't told them. Wow, Liz. Dang. Wow. But no, no, she's not really. Well, kind of sort of. Uh, whatever. But anyway, I, I, so didn't that, think, that I didn't think. I didn't think. I didn't think you were. Which is why I said it. Well, you just oh, actually. Well, I'm not. You just you just outed yourself. <laughs> no, I'm not partially retired. What I decided to do though was, um, you know, just at this juncture. I don't know how long it'll last for because I know what I'm like. But at this juncture, because um, my hubby D, he retired in March, the 31st of March. And really, just to kind of support him just a little bit through the process, I decided that I was going to make myself more available time-wise um, and actually, you know, like schedule my appointments just a little differently. So instead of having, you know, like an appointment at nine and then the next one at five, schedule everything kind of like in several days or so, you know, sort mm. of like two to three days, uh, yeah. as much as possible. It won't, it won't always work out like that, but as, as mm. much as possible. And in that way, you know, we can, um, you know, do stuff, hang out, um, you know, like this massive clean that we're doing. And, you know, every time Dee goes to, like, um, Best Buy, I don't know what the equivalent would be there. You, like Curry's or one of them electronic mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. In- mm-hmm. Olivia, he comes back with these electronics, and it's not like, you know, a $50 electronic. I came in yesterday, and I'm like, what the hell happened? (laughs) He said I went to Best Buy. I'm like, yes, I can see that. I can see that. I was like, 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 okay, do, do your thing. He said, "Well, he knows I'm the queen of the refund, you know, so he's not really he's not really worried." He he says he always says to me, "Yes, you are Eddie Lashley's daughter." The que- I'll take it back in a heartbeat. <laughs> but outside of that, all's good. And Liv, did you realise that today is 33 days to the day, 33 years to the day that Rose was buried? 
Okay. No, no, I hadn't. I hadn't equated that. No. Thirty-three days. Thirty-three days. Thirty-three years today, mate. I said to Dee, "Wow, so much has happened in that time. Yeah. So much has happened in Jesus. Um, you know, Sab, Dad, Michael, David, Joan, Brian, you. You know, so much, Bob." You know, so much has happened, you know. But anyway, that being said, guys, welcome to the show. I'm a choice expert, and Olivia is an uh, uh, expressions coach. I always, I keep getting that wrong. Olivia is an expressions coach, and we are intrinsic coaches. And what that actually means is that uh, our, our belief is that within you, within you are all the answers to your questions and all the problems, all the solutions to your problems. Um, And that's something that we believe. Nobody is broken. Nobody is damaged. And nobody needs fixing. That's mental health. And that's something that we don't do. We understand that people have issues. They have situations. They have emotional responses to things. Get all of that. But within that, everybody actually knows what they are wanting. There are very, very few people, even people who are considered to be um, unstable. There are, very, in my professional opinion, there are very few people who don't know what they want. The problem usually is they don't know how to get it. And when people actually realize that how isn't the issue and your life is about the what and not the how, it takes a lot of pressure off. So that being said, we're doing part two um, in starting. Oh no! <laughs> I pulled up the wrong paperwork. We're doing. <laughs> we're we're doing um, part two in starting. Um, sorry, guys, forgive me. I actually pulled up the wrong the wrong paperwork. In starting starting your life over again, and I definitely pulled up the wrong paperwork. So, guys, just bear with me. I won't put on the emergency music because it's not about all of that. I can't believe that. I thought I was all prepared and everything. I thought I was all prepared. Right. But anyway, so, oops, hello, Olivia. Tell me you can't hear me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you hear my little dilemma? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. It was funny enough, it was clear for all of that. <laughs> yeah, mercy law, is it? Mercy law. I'm sorry, guys. I actually just need to print this out. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I looked down and I thought. I'm like, no, that's not the... Oh, here... Oh, good gracious. Here it is. Oh, you did print it off. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because I looked down and I'm like, no, that was last the week before show. What what we do? And this is what I mean when I say I swim in paper. You know, I just swim in paper. But no, I, put, I pulled up the wrong, the, the wrong piece of paper. But anyway, guys, sorry about that. Technical difficulties and all. Right. Okay, so last week we actually looked at you and starting your life over again. 
And we spoke about several things. And one of the things that, or several of the things that we spoke about is that there are elements that are needed in regarding to starting your life over. And in this week's episode, we're actually talking about part two, and that's taking it to the next level, literally taking it to the next level. Part two which is today, we're going to be talking about your atomic word. And that's one of the things that we, we discussed in part one. And I'll, I'll recap that in just a, just a moment. So we're going to be talking about your atomic word. And that's the word that sums up everything that you're going through. And we're going to take that and assist and support you in self-talk in getting you to the next level. Your atomic word is something that creates a personalized, supportive, manifesting dynamic. It's the precursor to consciously getting what you want in life. And it's, it's, it's all about you making the right choice. That being said, there's no wrong choices, but there are choices that will take you around the houses. There are, there are choices that take you way out of your way, but invariably you will be brought on track because Un, how should I say? Uh, let's put it this way: what what came up into my mind, literally, what what the image that came up into my mind was a powerful magnet. And whatever you are doing in life, you are being magnetized to the thing that is truly your your manifestation, the thing the thing that you are here to do. You're being magnetized to that. And I truly do believe that. I, I also believe that people, and this is a little bit off topic, I also believe that people are here and you have several things that you can do. Because again, life is all about choices. You, your life, this life is all about choices. There are several you can do. And based upon the choices that you make, you will be taken down or you will go down a specific pathway. But that being said, to make the right choice, you need to know with clarity what you want. And this is bottom line. For me, this is one of the biggest problems that people have in their life. They don't know with clarity. And when I say clarity, crystal clear clarity, what I mean by this is I know what I know what I know. And no matter what anybody says, it will not deter me. It will not um, stop me from knowing what I know. It will not stop me from believing what I know to be true. I don't care what they say. I don't care what I see. I know what I know what I know. And this is what I'm talking about when I, when I'm, when I say clarity, crystal clear clarity. Many people associate clarity with, once again, the how. That's not your clarity. The clarity is the what. The clarity is the what. So, guys, let me just uh, recap. Last week, um, we, we definitely spoke about, you know, some of the buzzwords that people use, you know, when, you, when they feel you need to start your life over. Even we may say them to ourselves, you know, like we need to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, dust ourselves off so we can get on with life. Um, this isn't actually ultra helpful, or people will say things like, oh, you just need to put it behind you and move on. Again, these sorts of um, cliche phrases that are banded about, they're true, 
yet they're unhelpful. They're unhelpful. The other thing is that many people, when you're, you're, you're picking yourself up and or moving on with your life, starting over again, many people will give advice. And while advice is wonderful because it can actually um, allow you to consciously become aware of something that's in your uh, subconscious, uh, or something that you're conscious of, but you haven't placed your awareness there. So sometimes advice can have that sort of um, that 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 sort of zing, that sort of um, stimulating effect, where you're able to see something differently because somebody has said something. But many people will give advice and tell you what you need to do, what you must do, based on the things that they believe can work for you. And as I said, you know, sometimes some, some some people give you give you advice on what they think will work for you, and they haven't even tested it out themselves. They haven't even tested it tested it out. And so one of the things that I had said last week is truly, um, as we find ourselves in in these situations where we we feel that we need to start our life over again. Don't deny the emotions of what you feel. It's really important that you acknowledge and honor who you are and what has happened to you because it has happened to you. It has happened to you. But the name of the game is is to find um, is to find that thing that will assist and support you in moving forward so that you can, I won't say glide through life, I was going to use that phrase, but, you know, life isn't such that you can always glide through it. Sometimes the quickest route to what you want means that you have to traverse some of the rockiest, some of the highest, some of the hardest mountains to climb. Sometimes that's the way that you are needing to go to get to the destination that you have chosen for yourself in life, i.e. the purpose that you've chosen for yourself in life. So one of the things that we have spoken about is the, the, the common denominator and the common denominator that sums up everything that you are feeling in one word. So when you look at a situation, what, what's the one word that sums it up for you? Or what's the one word that you keep using when you talk about, you know, um, your health, when you talk about your, 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 your finances, when you talk about, um, you know, your relationships, when you talk about your education, when you talk about, what's the one word that you use to sum up your feelings about this? Or, you know, you, the friendships that you have, what's the one word that you use? You know, in, in, my, in my notes here, I've got, you know, I'm hurt, I'm disappointed, I'm really, really angry, I'm sad, I'm mad, I'm enraged, I'm lonely, I'm betrayed, I'm unloved. What have you, you know, um, I'm used, I'm abused. And, and there's a word that you will always use when you are talking about any given situation because everything will always, the nature of who we are, everything will always start boiling down to, you know, it's because I'm the middle child. You know, everything will start boiling down. Oh, is that what's wrong with you? <laughs> that, explains a, that explains a bloody lot, that does. <laughs> all right, so, so evidently you've been, been able to hear all of this, right? Yeah, I have that. I, I definitely, it's funny the bits I'm hearing, isn't it, when? <laughs> yeah, in it does. In it does. In it does. But no, we're, we're out, out, outside of that, were you going to actually um, say anything else, darling? Um, well, I, I think that um, 
it's interesting that you decided of all the words in you know the English and every other language that you've chosen the word atomic you know because mm-hmm. when you think about like um, an atom it's kind of like the unseen the unseen parts okay. of our physical reality it, it's the thing that forms the basis that is every that is of everything that is in our reality so it's interesting that you spoke you use the word um atom because also atom is um a, a monogram a monogram an anagram of atom and, is moat and it's moat right so when you think about a moat oh, you have you have like a castle you might have a castle or a building mm-hmm. and it's surrounded by um by water it's surrounded by something that's actually protecting it but whatever is in the center is like the nucleus so when you think about you using the word atom, you know, it, that, that in itself, the fact that, um, you know, uh, moat is an anagram of um, atom, it's, it, it kind of like, it just pulls you further into it. And it's, it's a bit funny. It's also interesting because, um, you know, you, we were saying last week about, you know, finding the right word. You know, and then you, if you can't mm-hmm. find what you go to the next one and you go to the next one. And this is very similar. You know, you're saying atom and then it's going to the next word, which is moat. Do you, do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. but um, I think that's why it's it's really, really important to, um, uh, is it really paramount to uh, find your atomic word? Because it's it's the beginning of the process. It's the beginning of the process of change. So yeah, that's what I that's what I'm thinking anyway. Mm. It is um, because as you say, Liz, it's the beginning of the uh, the process of change. Mm. Um, it, in last week's show, I had pointed out that the beginning of the process of your change, as Olivia's just stated, is your start point. It's your starting point, so you don't find yourself floundering or flapping around, you know, or spiraling in the wind or just you know bouncing and pinging all over the place. It really is a concrete place upon which to build. And not only that, that word is intrinsically yours. It's not something else that somebody's given you to hold on to. It's something that you have given yourself to hold on to. And this one atomic word you have chosen is and will be your start point if you choose it. Your chosen word the, uh, has the atomic power to move to remove all obsolete patterns and uh, again last week we spoke about that in the show you know don't talk to strangers well as a kid that's something that's really it's paramount you know don't go off with somebody just because they've got puppies and you love puppies and you can't have one you know don't don't go off with somebody because you know they've got puppies you know don't don't eat candy from strangers you know blah 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 no not at all don't do that so um and that's you know a a, a learnt behavior as an adult this can be detrimental in your life because as a child you might not have the wherewithal and the um the 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 understanding of you know a sheep in wolf's clothing for all intent and purposes you might not have that understanding that Somebody's presenting something to you who they're not. And life can give you those, that understanding, those, those clues. Those, life can give it to you. And so, therefore, as an adult, don't talk to strangers, can be an obsolete pattern in your life 
that isn't working. Your atomic word, given the word atomic, has the ability to explode and implode things that no longer serve you. And guys, this is the biggest part of this, is understanding about things that no longer serve you. Things that no longer serve you and utilizing them to support you in getting what you want. And this is the name of the game, guys. What do you want? So, okay, moving forward, part two, starting my life over again, part two. Last week, we we spoke about you first need to figure out what your atomic word is. And we went through the process of self-talk. And as this year really is about self-talk, it's my hope that um, you have done last week and into this week, right up until before the show started, you actually participated in some self-talk. Self-talk is one of your most self-empowering tools. And we are always talking to ourselves. We talk to ourselves nonstop. We talk 24 hours. We never shut up. Even when we're asleep, we are talking to ourselves. Talk, 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 talk. We never stop talking. However, in sleep, much of the self-talk that we do is not, mm, is not consciously awareness, conscious awareness. Um, it's not being guided through conscious awareness. It's being guided through your subconscious and your conscious. You're asleep. But self-talk will go on. And my thing is, while you are awake and alert, why not create and use um, this tool, this wonderful tool that we have of self-talk in a way that's constructive so that you can construct the life that you want to live with awareness? And again, I, 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 I just, I don't know what it is. I just feel so compelled to hammer this home. It's not all cupcakes and rainbows it's not all you know peaches and cream even when things are going right peaches and cream doesn't mean it's going right how many of you have been in relationships or have met people or have done things and well and and it was all not it was really good it was all nice and everything was roses and blah 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 and you realize oh my god what was I think? How did this happen? No, it's, life isn't always like that. Life isn't always like that. And I don't know if this, I, I don't know, listen, I don't, listen, any thoughts on where that comes from? Any thoughts on what, Wendy? Sorry? Where that comes from. Where you know, what people comes thinking from? that everything is, people thinking that everything's, you know, peaches and cream and, you know, there should be no hardship and, you know, it should be really easy and, you know, they shouldn't have to put forth too much effort and any idea where that comes from? Um, not really, but but I would think it, it would, like, on a subconscious level, perhaps, um, which obviously bleaches mm-hmm. into your conscious, it's because um, those things are nice 
you know, you know, to, 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 if everything is, you know, pictures of cream, you know, um, you know, walking around rose colored tinted glasses and all the rest of it, it's because it, everything is nice. But it's also, um, you know, like we talking about filters. It's walking around with that mm-hmm. filter on, isn't it? So trying really hard to see everything through that filter of niceness or whatever it was. But it, it, I believe it prevents you from actually still looking at your reality as your reality really is. Amen. 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 Oh. Okay, yeah, because I'm like, where does that just come from? You know, people like, ah, oh, where does it come from? And then, you know, you're always getting, oh, I say you're always, and I'm generalizing here, you know, we are always getting pulled through a hedge back ways. <laughs> you know what mm, I mean? It's like, mm, mm. And, and for the most part, that's where the greatest learning comes from. Mm. That's where, for me, on a personal level, my greatest learning has come from the most challenging things that I've experienced in my life. Yeah. You know, it, it's it, you know the the nice things they're really nice, but when I think about the nice things, there's one or two things that uh, come to mind. But when I think about the growth from the challenges, they all float to the surface. <laughs> and that's no, I'm seriously, you know, you know, some nice things, you know, things nice and it's all cool and everything. That was really really nice. Again, but when I think about my 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 true growth and my soul stretch oh those things weren't so good (laughs) well let me put it this way while I was going through it it wasn't that good but once I got through it and recognized the power that it, it, it imparted or the potential or the latent power that imparted it was all to the highest good because for the most part many people they won't jump unless there's a fire (laughs) You know, why Why would I do that? Well, here's the fire. Let me help you out. Let me give you a choice. Let me give you a choice. <laughs> Burn up or jump. What do you want to do? Burn or jump. What do you want to do? You know? So um, that being said, when we were talking about the atomic word and self-talk, which is where I uh, left off seriously before I took a detour, it's really important that with the self-talk that you have with yourself, that it's an honest, raw, and truthful conversation. This is a conversation that nobody actually has to have. Excuse me. This is a conversation that nobody has to have with anybody else. You know, you don't have to tell people this. This is your intrinsic business. It's, it's your business because everybody is going to have an opinion. Even if they say they don't have an opinion, that's an opinion. So everybody's going to have an opinion. Start putting your stuff out there like that. You are truly looking for something. You're looking for something. And for me, this is about doing the internal work. You need to do your internal work. Your life is an internal job with an external manifestation. So, Having a conversation with me, myself, and I, I literally mean that, or a third-person conversation. This, about finding your atomic word, this is about you posing questions to yourself. And last week we said, which is true, there are no right and wrong answers. There is just your truth. When you talk to yourself, 
I'm a true believer of always calling yourself by name and not just sliding into it. Call yourself by name. The name that, um, that you use the most, the name that you respond to in your head, call yourself by your name. And then, of course, I spoke about the, 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 the questions to ask yourself. You call yourself, Wendy, when you look beyond the emotion of, and of course we were talking about where you feel yourself to be emotionally, fill in the blank. So, Wendy, when you look beyond the emotion of, um, I don't know, fear, or um, I don't know, let's see what was on this list here. Um, I don't know what's wrong with me today. I'm, I must probably need some chocolate or something. When you look beyond the, the emotion, a, a, any emotion, um, fear, oh, I think, I, oh, here it is. When you look beyond the emotion of uh, anger or being mad, sad, lonely, um, you know, unloved, betrayed. And I think as I look here on this particular paper, I'd use the word betrayed. So when you look beyond the um, emotion of of feeling or being betrayed, what is it that you are wanting to see? What is it that you see? What are you wanting to see when you look beyond that? And um, if seeing it doesn't help you, because not everybody can see you know, as as I was saying to um, the ladies yesterday, and I've said on the show several times, you know, with my father, with meditation, with visualization, visualization isn't a strong suit for him. Because, of course, you know, like, okay, Dad, can you close your eyes and see some ducks? No. <laughs> okay. All right, Dad, can, can, you, can you picture yourself on a beach? Ten minutes later, no. Uh, it, it's like, okay, all right then. So not everybody can see. So then you say to yourself, you call yourself by name, Wendy, when you uh, look beyond the emotion of, um, I use betrayal, when you look beyond the emotion of betrayal, what is it that you are wanting to feel? Now, most people can feel, although they say, you know, I can't really feel that, but they can give you a description. Most people can feel. And when when you look beyond the that that emotion, what do you see? I see peace. You're talking about other things. You know, I just want a peaceful life. Yada yada yada. I just want the world to be peaceful. You know, this is a buzzword for you. This is your atomic word, and this is a word that will flow out of you, especially when you're doing this kind of intrinsic conversation. So we'll go with the word peace. I don't know what word I used last week, but we'll go with the word peace. So now you have your atomic word. And you are able to now move forward. You're able to move forward. You're able to get more clarity, a lot more clarity on this word that can assist and support you in not only uncovering more about you, but also taking the right steps, also taking the intrinsic steps that you need to take so that you are able to create the life that you want to live. So I'm going to use the word peace. All right, and we'll move this. I'm going to use the word peace. That's your atomic word. Okay, Wendy, we'll just start out with this process of when you think about peace, or in thinking about peace, what 
is it that you are wanting from peace? The word peace. What are wanting? So guys, whatever word you chose, I'm asking you, what is it that you are wanting from your atomic word? And peace. And there are three, four, five things may come up, you know, um, from peace. I just want to be left alone. Um, I just want to feel secure. I need to write these down. Uh, I just want to feel secure. I just want to be happy. Happy. I just want to know everything is all right. Okay? All right. So I've got um, left alone. I just want to be left alone. I just want to be secure. I want to be happy. I want to know everything's all right. Okay, so you have these words. Left alone, all right. When you when you actually think about those words that you have used, which one jumps up for you? And if none of them do, then look at each one of them. Look at each one of them. And I'll go with secure. When you think about security, what do you see? And I'm asking you this question, guys. For the word that you have chosen from peace to the next word that has come up, when you think about security, that's for me, input your words here, paint a picture. What do you see? What do you see? And in truth and honesty, one of my, one of my words, because in doing this, even with myself here uh, now, what came up for me is freedom. Security for me equates to freedom. And that's freedom to be. Yeah, so Liz, are you with me still? Yeah, I have, but you've been really going in and out. So, um, yeah. Okay, what was the last thing you heard? Um, you were talking about freedom. I heard when you said about freedom. What what happened? Okay, right. it, 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 right, it's doing it now as well. Um, I can I can like try to pick up the pieces of what you're saying. So I mm-hmm. I think I've got my, I think I've heard most of what you said, and there's a delay as well. So which doesn't help. Matters. Oh, there's a lag. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, no, because I I was I was literally taking, um, I was literally taking the audience through through the next process of you know mm-hmm. okay so you know that you want peace okay when you think mm. about the word peace basically wh- what are you wanting from peace and mm. then I gave the four um, uh, to be left alone secure uh, happy and all right and mm. as I was just saying I chose the word secure to mm. move forward with and it came back to a truth a truthful and an honest, an honest thing, because this was just sort of like a scenario. I was just doing a, a whatever, but it came back to freedom, which mm-hmm. security for me equates freedom. Mm-hmm. And so, guys, where I was going with this now is okay. So, what does freedom really look like to you? And freedom looks like for me to be able to be who I want to be. And so, in order for me to be who I want to be. The question begs to be asked, not only what does that look like, but what does it look like to take the first step?
step in being who you want to be. And you see, guys, that will move you along your pathway. So what does it look like for you to take the first step in being who you want to be? And that's me. What does it look like? And it looks like knowing exactly what I want. Knowing what, what, what do I want? You know, and this may be health, wealth, relationships, whatever. But the name of the game, guys, for you is simply this. The self-talk that you have, for me, should at least be 75% intrinsic-based, and I'll, I'll, I'll define that in a, in a minute, intrinsic-based, it should be 75% intrinsic-based, and the rest of it, the usual white noise and chatter that you do. That if I would have, should have, could have, oh my God, I can't believe this, why have I done this, blah, 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 blah. But 75% of your conscious internal self-talk needs to have the awareness of an intrinsic-based dialogue. And what I mean by this is don't ask yourself questions that you're going to wind up saying, oh, I don't know. And that's a closed-end question. Don't ask yourself closed-end questions. Um, Do you like your boss? And this is straight out of my uh, life coaching um, teaching uh, manual, the course. Um, Do you like your boss? And that's a closed-ended question because people can say yes or no. But if you ask the question, what are you wanting from your relationship, your working relationship with your boss? That's a whole different ballgame. What do you see as one of the, 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 the um, I don't know, the, the most helpful things that your, that your boss brings to, or what does your boss actually bring to the table for your working environment? And people may say nothing, but if they say nothing, then the question, which will follow on to that would be, well, what does it look like for your boss to bring something to your table in this equation? Well, they need da 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 da. Okay, then what is it that needs to happen for your boss to get this understanding? You see, everything that you do, everything that the, the, the self you have, as I said before, is about moving you forward. It's about moving you forward so that you can create what you want in life. Or at the very least, have a clearer understanding of who you are. Your words are really important. And they are, they are empowering. Your words are the things that are going to create your life. Your words are the things that are going to assist and support you. In the same way, your internal dialogue can support you and build you up. It's the same way that your internal dialogue 
can actually um, uh, deconstruct what you are trying to construct in your life. You see, your self-talk will either be a block or your self-talk will be something that removes the block. And you get to choose this. So when you start asking yourself questions that begin with, oh, why am I always doing, uh, why, okay, why, why, why am I always, um, why am I always uh, uh, cleaning my house this way? Or why am I always late for work? Why are my relationships so tumultuous? Well, you see, guys, at the end of the day, you already know why. You already know why. When you ask a question beginning with why, I'm here to tell you, you already know the answer. As I said earlier, every question that you have, you have an answer or the answer within you and the right answer, might I add. Every problem that you have, you have the solution within you. When you ask why, all you're doing is, is, is taking stuff and just throwing it up against the wall. Well, this is why. How, how, you, you, you have to, you did it, you know why. And many people will say they don't. They don't quite understand why. Mm-hmm. No, you did this because this XYZ result is what you were looking for. You were looking for a specific, we just don't do stuff just because. There is always a motivation or there is always a desire. And that doesn't make it wrong. You see, most people put, put um, you know, like terminologies of, oh, this is right, this is wrong. No, it doesn't make it right or wrong. It just is. The desire, the wanting, whatever it is that you are desiring and wanting doesn't make it right or wrong. It just, what makes it right or wrong is what you choose or the emotion you choose to attach to it. As we've said on the show, in many cultures, there are things that we consider to be kind of wrong, you know, like if, you know, you're caught stealing, they, they chop off the offending hand or they chop off one of the hands. I mean, now it's not so bad as, you know, they, they take you publicly and they, they, you know, use an axe, chop it off and then dip the stump in, in um, tar. They don't do that. Now it's surgically removed, but it's still removed. And, you know, in, in many countries, you know, you think, oh, this is a harsh penalty to lose your hand because you stole. But, you know, in other cultures, it's seen as just and it's seen as something that is the right thing to do. And so, guys, your desire and what you are wanting, whatever it is, is fine. It just is. The thing that makes it um, charged is the emotion that you put behind it. So in knowing what you want, in knowing what you want, be honest with yourself. Be authentic with yourself. When you talk to yourself, don't, as I said before, this whole why you know why you did it. People say, I don't know why I'm like that. Yeah, you know why you're like that. 
You know why you're mean and bitchy. You know why you're like that. No, I don't know why. Yes, you do. You're like that because your life isn't going the way that you want it to go. So the name of the game is, guys, as, as moving forward as much as possible, when you start to say to yourself, why? Flip the script and say, what does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? What does it taste like? What does it, what, 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 what does it smell like? So what does it look like for me not to have tumultuous, oh, what does it look like for me to have um, to have, I don't know, a, a, a easy flowing or, or loving relationships. Because right there, when, when I use the word tumultuous relationships, you know, the relationships that are up and down and it's, you know, you know, ah, you know, and so what does it look like to have a relationship that's the way that I want it, which is, you know, it's easy, it's tranquil, it's loving, Whatever adjective you want to use, that's what you should, you, you should be saying. You know, instead of, why am I always broke? Why am I always, you know, in, in a financial deficit? The question to ask yourself is, what does it look like for me to have the funds that I am wanting? And then from there, what will shoot off? You, if you really do this, and you do this in the way that I'm saying, what will happen, you will tell you exactly what it looks like for you to have the kind of funds or for you to have the kind of relationship or for you to have the kind of health that you are wanting. It will tell you what you need to do. You will tell you what you need to do. And from there, it's what you choose to do, how you choose to in act on this information. One of the other things is, and this I have seen, well, personally, sorry, guys, I was having a quick drink here. Uh, this I've seen personally, and God knows I've seen it professionally, you know, coaching people. And again, I don't use, it's very rare within the coaching dynamic that I teach and the coaching dynamic that I use, that I use the word why. Why you start looking at all the reasons. You try to find excuses as to why what's happened has happened. And people will say, no, it's the reason. It will tell me. It will give me information. Okay, all right. So um, you're always late for work because you don't get up on time. Okay? Book bang. Okay. All right. You know why. I said that before. You know why. So the name of the game is, what does it look like for me to get up on time so I can be to work on time? This is more helpful to you than like, yeah, I'm always late for work because, you know, I just don't get up on time. How helpful is that to you? How helpful? So when, when you ask yourself what, and you, you do this, you do this intrinsic dialogue with self. It will assist and support you in moving forward. Now, I'm not saying it's easy. What I'm saying is it's about you, um, and for roll with me on this, guys. It's about you reprogramming yourself. It's about programming yourself. And I know, actually, I've jumped off into an area that actually really deserves a show by itself. 
And I will do that. Actually, I think I'll do a webinar on this about being able to talk to oneself so that you are able to move yourself in a direction. But for, for today, for now, roll with me on this. Instead of, again, the when, the why, the how, guys, have a conversation about the what. And not what the hell just happened. No. That can be used like a why. Go with what does it look like? What does it, Engage your feelings. Engage your five senses. So what does it look like to get up and be on time? for? Or what does it look like for me to be on time for work? Because I, I said get up on time for work. No, that, that, that doesn't help you because you're not doing that. So what does it look like for you to be on time for work? And the answer to that could literally mean, one, I go to bed earlier, or um, one, two, I don't eat as late, so therefore when I do go to bed, I actually go to sleep. Um, three, it could mean that I need to do some sort of um, stretch or, or yoga or, or, or some, something or breathing. Four, it could mean that um, I need to make sure that uh, that the room's cool enough. It, it could mean anything. It could mean anything. When you start, again, when you start asking yourself the what, with, in conjunction with your senses, you will be able to take yourself to the next level. So when you use your atomic word and I got here betrayal. And you use the atomic, my, I'll use my atomic word. Wendy, what does it look like? Or what does it feel like? Or what does it sound like? For you to, for you in a relationship, not to feel or, or, or not to experience betrayal. Paint me a picture. And I have to, I can't paint it from my past experience because my past experience isn't something that I've wanted. So your past experience is only as valuable as how you're going to use it to get you to where you need to be, to get you to have what it is that you want to have. So guys, I'm truly hoping that that hasn't been too convoluted. The name of the game is to use your atomic word to get you to where you need to go, it means that the dialogue that you have, that internal talk, has to take an intrinsic, an intrinsic, um, an intrinsic way or an intrinsic dialogue. It has to go that way. The intrinsic dialogue that we're speaking about today is simply this. You ask yourself what, and you engage your emotions. Your, your five senses, you engage it. And by that I mean, if you, if you want peace, don't ask, you know, well, why do I want peace? No, ask yourself the question. When I think about peace, what does peace look like to me? What does peace feel like to me? What does peace sound like to me 
peace smell like? What does peace taste like? When you are able to engage yourself at that level, you will be able to find the clarity so that the choices that you are making can become your reality. So on that note, guys, again, it's my hope that this hasn't been too uh, convoluted and um, we we sorely missed Olivia um, and I hope that everything goes all right with the internet and I know that they've been working again, there have been lots of storms. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at drwendy at it's my life, my choice. Uh, look out for a webinar that is coming on the something of June. <laughs> Actually, a webinar on visualization, which is the last Wednesday in June. And I'll be conducting a webinar on visualization. And I, it's my hope that you'll be able to join me. I'm going to do a little uh, promo video on that so you guys can have a little bit more clarity of what to expect. In, on that webinar and as I said here today I think I'll, I'll actually do one on um, self-talk the internal dialogue the intrinsic dialogue to move yourself forward because I actually think that's really important I'm going to roll out I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn my co-host who we lost the call drop my co-host has been or was Olivia Lashley coming to you somewhat live from London in the UK guys have a wonderful weekend um, or a wonderful rest of your week I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. You've been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice, part two, starting my life over again. Until next time, guys, love you. Love you, sis. Um, peace. And we, we are going to go out with yours truly, Bob Marley. Man to man is so unjust. Children, yeah, don't know. Your word.